Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's now time for our monthly catch-up with the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. We are crossing the Atlantic to speak to their chief executive, John Rafferty. John, how are things in Canada? Things are amazing. Thank you, Alan. We uh, always pick a few topics to have a chat about, some of the latest news that uh, you guys at CNIB are involved in. I'm going to start off, first of all, today, though, with uh, a piece on rehab. New name? Shiny new name? We think that this is exciting. We think that uh, uh, it's always been a barrier, emotionally more than anything else, with people reaching out to get access to appropriate rehabilitation because the the organization they were being referred to was a, a National Institute for the Blind. So we have a new name, a new look and feel, phenomenal certified rehab specialists. And, um, uh, you know, it's still going to be part of our organization, but we think it's uh, it's a big step forward. Do some people feel nervous about going to a rehab service? Yeah, I think, well, there were two things. I guess it was almost five years ago now when we were doing the, the outreach on the strategic plan that we're you know, coming into the final year of, um, there was a, a a real strong kind of undercurrent about uh, uh, stigmas associated with blindness and the fact that if the services that somebody needs are in the hands of an organization that is, you know, very, very well known as a charity, how much of that kind of stigma of charitable nature goes with the services that someone uses and how much of that also is an emotional barrier to reaching out to the services. So we think that the rebrand isn't being done for some kind of fancy marketing goal whatsoever. It's being done because the conversation that that in most cases a doctor is having with a patient about what's happening with their eyes is a very stressful and emotional situation. And when that conversation involves being referred to an institute for the blind, it layers uh, stigmas associated with blindness and it layers emotion on top of that conversation, which we don't think are beneficial. So now being referred to an organization whose name is really quite clinical in its nature, so uh, Vision Loss Rehab Canada, uh, you know, it, it it least sounds like somewhere where you're going to get good advice, good help, and it's not necessarily taking away from the stress of the situation with the doctor, but it's certainly not adding to it. As you say, this isn't cosmetic. This is really encouraging people uh, to get in touch for for help and assistance. Let's also look then at, I suppose there's a similar nature to this, isn't it? The, The Canadians with Disabilities Act. Now, is this something that's been lacking in Canada? Yeah, it, it really has. I mean, Canada and I, I still have a, uh, a proud English accent. And uh, when the rugby Six Nations are on, I'm, I, I always wear it on my <laughs> sleeve. But um, but I'm, I'm very Canadian. I've been here for a long time. So when I'm critical of Canada, um, sometimes my accent makes it come across wrong. But, but Canada really... Um, has been lacking in having something at a national level. We've got a you know a really good charter of rights, but uh, uh, we have disability acts in some of our provinces. But having something at a national level that really ingrains Canada's commitment to you know the elements that are in the the United Nations uh, Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disability, the UNCRPD. Um, is something that's lacking and we're a big part of uh, working with the government and the consultation process across the country right now and I think that that's going to provide more strength to the arguments that uh, unfortunately we have to make 
um, in support of uh, access to employment and education and a built environment. Um, so we think that this is going to be a very, uh, a very important step. We've been following for for a few years now uh, one of your fellow Canadians, um, Donna Jordan, who has been yeah. campaigning for this. And it sounds as if a change of government has really made quite a difference. It, it has indeed. We helped support Donna in getting the, the work done at the beginning. And in a way, we were all quite surprised that you know, all of the requests were made during the last federal election. There was a very strong commitment from the, the, the uh, liberals uh, who were in opposition at the time. Uh, they became the, uh, the government of power. And one of the ministerial appointments uh, was to actually call out a, a minister whose responsibility had disabilities and, and uh, with a clear mandate in, in, in their letter from the prime minister that um, to, to get a Canadian with Disabilities Act put in place. So uh, Donna went from thinking she was about to begin a very long fight to uh, success quite quickly. But now, of course, you know, the real hard work takes place. And Donna's uh, quite engaged in that process, along with uh, many people across the disability community, to make sure that the, the act itself is, uh, is a good piece of legislation. Okay, we'll look forward to following the progress of that one. We're going to round off, though, with uh, your online survey. Well, I, you know, I, I spoke about this in our last meeting and the fact that we're just beginning the process of engaging in our strategic consultation. And, uh, and I thought that I should do a shout out for the fact that very soon um, we will have the uh, uh, online survey available for people to provide input. And, uh, you know, it would be interesting if there are listeners uh, of yours from, uh, from Canada that, that they can participate in it, but also people in general. It's, it's, it is a fairly broad survey, and I think in the next week or two the, uh, the survey will be up, certainly early in March. And um, it would be great if, uh, if listeners to the, to the show wanted to provide feedback into the strategy in Canada will uh, will be good to get an international opinion. Good stuff. Uh, we'll go into that um, probably more detail as, as the months go on, John. But in the meantime, if people would like to learn more about CNIB or get involved, how do they do that? And be active with us by following us on Twitter and becoming part of our community on Facebook. And of course, if they're looking for uh, content about us, our organisation and our programmes, um, our website, which is cnib.ca, is a great resource. John, we'll speak again next month, but in the meantime, thank you for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you for continuing to have me, Alan. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.